BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of a land that is so unbelievably not real. It's hilarious. But today, DP is out on assignment. I think he is cutting his grass while it snows. That's what he's doing, folks. He's cutting his grass while it snows. Don't ask me. Nobody knows. But... As always, we got the oh-so-funky, the oh-so-fresh, and phenomenal, A.J. Belaz. The working man, if you will. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, if anyone's going to figure out how to cut his grass in the snow, it's the scientist, you know? Well, shout out to him for that. But we do have, we do have a, a, a guest. He's not even a guest. I told you all this before. He is just the best friend of PC Tunney and the DWI podcast. He's the one and only man who is a very aggressive attitude. It's Dave Unger. Guys, well, I mean, and I love the fact that PC, you know what a huge Rush fan I am. So to have Working Man playing at the beginning of this thing, it just it just set the mood, man. It set the mood, and I, yeah, get down to business. I, I told AJ, let's, I said, damn it, I should have told DP to stick around to play the regular open and he was gone already right he, he was with us for a brief pre-show meeting we will have fantasy football picks that we'll let you know about on twitter but i was I, like i love i love you guys tony i love the music you do but let's be honest rush working man beats anything that any of us have oh. ever put together music wise well aj had a rough week at work and he, and he busted his balls so i figured it was, was a perfect song that we would pick and man i love to slap at a bass right and my favorite line. Slap my favorite line from that song is, you know, come home five o'clock, ice cold beer. You know, that's that's just kind of how I live my life, to be honest with you. I like this this text message I just got. My Netflix account, which I don't have, by the way, will be locked because your payment was declined. You gotta love this spam bullshit. You got a text about that? It's a, it's bullshit. I mean, my, my wow. I don't have a Netflix account. My wife does, so it's just one of these stupid fucking spam. You know, that that and FedEx is delivering something today and we need your immediate attention. Fuck you. How about that for immediate attention? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dave is fired up. Fired the fuck He's up. Fired up. All right, folks. The big show sheet reads as such this week. We're going to get into some trivia. 
we are going to talk about war games. We're gonna we're gonna do a little review. Just give give some thoughts. Eventually, we're gonna get to a few different WWE topics predicting the future. Their move to Tropicana, and of course, AJ is gonna give his thoughts on the brand new AEW and ever evolving relationship with Impact Wrestling. AJ, tell me that you went and grabbed your little bell. I did not, sadly. That is the uh, one problem. Do I have a bell? Talk amongst yourselves. I mean, because I don't know if I'll be here for this aspect of the conversation, but who would have thought AEW's second show was actually going to be Impact Wrestling? (laughs) Uh, It was either going to be that or NWA, but... Well, they're gonna, I think they're going to rotate it. I think they're just going to go with someone for six months and go to the next person for six months and go to the next person for six uh, months. They're going to they're gonna rotate between the Blas brothers. You know, right now it's Andrew's turn, but then afterward when they go back to NWA, it's my turn again. Okay. <laughs> you know, whatever you guys do in your private time with whoever you have over to that house is up to you. You know, you don't have to share your, your sick, weird, demented, cult-like gatherings with people at the Blas household. That's for me to know, and you never to find out. Folks, we're going to be right back with your favorite part of DWI Podcast right after this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, real quick before we get into your favorite part of the DWI podcast, do me a favor, open up your internet browser, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Check it out. Great t-shirts. Go soft style. They feel great. They fit great. Make yourself the bell of the ball at your next indie show. All right? Make yourself look more aesthetically pleasing. We got a shirt for everyone there. TheChairShot.com, whether it's sports entertainment or sports entertainment, and pick up a t-shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. It's the perfect stocking stuffer. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. So, usually we have it at the end. We're going to do it in the beginning because I know we all have busy schedules right now. So, phenomenal funky facts. Opening the show. It's been a while, like about a couple of months since that happened. PCT, I know that you won out of, with your favorite phrase, uh, total BS. It was one of the greatest comebacks of all time last week, to be honest. I mean, you can tell Dave about it if you want. I was down two to nothing. I pulled two points out of the last question out of my ass right after Kyle Petty, and then I won in overtime. It was fucking glorious. Glorious. God, whatever happened to Bobby Roode? Yeah, that is not anywhere near the glory that I achieved last week. Yeah, he was Keith Lee, and he was basking in his glory in that one. Honestly, you know what? I'll just say this real quick, and we can get on to trivia, but why don't you take Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler and keep them together and get rid of their personalities altogether, give them black trunks, black boots, nothing else, plain and simple, just let them go out there and dominate wrestling-wise and not say a goddamn thing. Haven't done that in a while with anybody. Those two guys sound like the perfect people to do that. Back to trivia. I'm sorry. I I just want to say I heard or I was reading something today a rumor and then we'll get back to trivia that Vince apparently called a meeting between several wrestlers saying that they needed to work on their in-ring skill. Mm-hmm. Otis was one. Okay, Dabo was another one. Uh, uh, AJ's bodyguard, whatever the fuck his name is. Almost. And then the one that they mentioned, yeah, that. And then they mentioned Keith Lee, and I'm like, Keith Lee does not need to work on his in-ring skill, Vince. I don't know what the fuck you've been watching for 10 years but he's the one who doesn't need to work on this i wonder if that was a vince going 
Let's see how Keith Lee reacts to this. Yeah, I guess lumping them in with all those also rans. Uh, I whatever. Maybe he's trying to piss them off. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to defend Vince. I don't think he belongs there. But you know how Vince's mind works. I mean, he's like, okay, I need these guys to fucking figure it out. And 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 you know what? He doesn't really need to, but he's pissing me off. Let me piss him off and, and see what he can do even better. You know. You want to. You want to know something though? With the weight. Maybe, but I, you know the scary thing is PC. After both of us doing these shows for like six years, almost, I almost feel like we can figure out what the fuck Vince is thinking, and that's very, very disturbing. I don't know how you feel about that. I'm disturbed by the fact that we actually kind of understand how Vince thinks. I'm just pissed off we haven't been getting paid. I've been saying it for years. He listens to the show. He never acknowledges <laughs> me. Yeah. He uses all my yeah. ideas like six weeks afterwards when everybody's forgotten already. I haven't forgotten Vince. I haven't forgotten. The interns have ripped us off. The two yep. between the combined shows, probably fifty percent of their best ideas have come from us, and we haven't seen a dime of it. Fifty percent of the time, it's us every time. Go ahead, I, I AJ. know for a, I know I, for a fact that uh, Vince has his house bugged for us too, because Andrew and I both said it's like during this like a, a person of excellence thing that the McMahons have. Watch Shane comes back, and it's, like, right before WrestleMania 31. Here comes the money. Ah, fucking Christ. All right. Pay us, Vince. Come on. We're, we're, we're not asking for billions. Just, like, a little bit of a cut. Like, like 5%, maybe. Hey, Vince, just a tip. That's all we want. Just a tip, man. Yeah. So, anyway, as we all know, got the questions for trivia. There's going to be a TLC question, because that's coming up shortly. We got a Sting question because he's the talk of the town for AEW. And one that I thought was a little interesting. So we'll see how that one goes. So, Tony, I know that you had your whole comeback and I know you really want to say your phrase. So, Big Dave, door number one, door number two, or door number three? I'm used to it. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, oh, uh, you, you want the doors or the topics since you gave away the topics, AJ? <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take the state. How about the sting top? Here's how this door no, that no, that's not, no, 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 that's not how this works, Dave. How this works is you just pick a door and he goes in the order that he wants to. That's why. All right. Then let's go door number one. Do 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 do. Go ahead, Blink Fartendale. I mean, I, I, ironically enough, the first one was the sting question. <laughs> see, see, Tony, that's that's how you do it. Oh, come on now. So. We all know that Sting and Warrior were a tag team back in the day. Sting. Sorry, couldn't resist. Go ahead. I forgot Dave's on a but timer. But Sting wasn't always his name. What was his name in UWF in 1986 when he was with the Ultimate Warrior? I used to know this. All right, we need, I know we, the name we, of the team. We need some. But I don't remember. Yeah. I don't that, remember that's why I, I know people would know the name of the team. I need some theme music here. All right, you got you got 25 seconds. We'll just play Shane McMahon. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. down but it's still going it's sad too because i actually all right this god damn it this is I, I don't know it, i thought it was something like this, <laughs> this blade runner i don't know this is why we're best friends blade <laughs> we both thank, like blade thank goodness i actually didn't ask the original question what was the name of the tag team because i'm like that's way too easy it was blade runners wasn't it it was blade Runners. it was the blade runners yeah uh sting was like uh, uh, he was wasn't he another warrior or something maybe too was that nope. it? Oh. he was blade runner flash 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 what, what was, was warrior? warrior blade runner dingo or is that later blade runner dingo was warrior yeah was he <laughs> flash and, flash and dingo wow <laughs> shit all right. No blood, no foul. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. No, no harm, no foul. foul. I got better All music right. for the next one. All right, Tony. 
I'll take whatever question you'd like to be next behind door number three. Door number three is the one that I didn't say. And I have to put a little bit of a specification to it so you guys can maybe figure out the answer. Who is the oldest wrestler, male or female, to have a match in a professional wrestling ring? Male or female is the big hint here. It's just thinking music, Dave. Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> and that's it. Their time's up. Alright, are you I ready? Mean, I'm ready. See, seems like you guys figured it out in less than yeah. five time five <laughs> time seconds. See it, Tony. Where is it? Where the fuck is it? <laughs> Alright, yeah, you both got it. It's yeah! Very yeah! Booyah! Lay cool in 2010 at 86 years old. Yeah, we remember. Chucky e. T and Trent got nothing on us. You know, I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't complain about Sting getting in the ring at 60. Then, you know, I mean, really, he's just a kid. Yeah, yeah and how about Terry Sting? Funk? Never still rest. Tell me, tell me, Sting's greatest match of all time. My opinion? No, I mean it's like literally me trying to say. Sting can still go out and basically have the same match he's always had. More or less. I mean, yeah. Not trying to hate. Get down, try to, like, get back. You know, you have the, the Stinger up. Yeah, and then go back to it. Stinger splash in the corner. Scorpion death drop lock. There we go. He's All the right. The he's a, he... did, uh, you know what? Here's a trivia question for you, AJ. That you mm. How many times has Sting beaten Ric Flair with a small package? Every time? At least I heard every time. Five times. Dave, I heard I heard every time. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so the last question, like I said, is a TLC question. Hmm. Of course, being AJ, it's gotta be about AJ Styles as turkey, well. Turkey turkey oh wrestling. Okay. I thought it was a food question. I thought yeah. it was like turkey lettuce and cheese or something. Turkey lettuce. okay. TLC. So we it works. I didn't say you were wrong. I said it works. It's it's like Big Daddy. It's like lamb and tuna fish, right? No? That doesn't work? Spaghetti no. and meatballs better for you? Oh, it's lamb and tuna fish. I think it is. I think it is. I'm going to go with it. That's the title of the episode. Lamb and tuna fish. Uh, I like it. It's, it's, it's there. It, it works. It works with our comedy. All right, anyway, so we know AJ Styles is facing Drew McIntyre at TLC for the WWE Championship. Not the first time that this has happened. What years, in the five-year span that AJ's been in WWE, what years has he faced for the WWE Championship at TLC specifically? All right, we'll go with some... the specific year? All right, you got... You got 27 seconds. Oh shit! Hold on. Let me turn the let me turn the volume back up. I was fucking with it. You got 27 seconds. Bro. Answer, bro. Guess what I had for breakfast, bro? What, bro? I had some bro nuts, bro. I thought you were gonna say lamb and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna you. fish, bro nuts. Yeah, lamb you got tuna it. Tuna fish. Yes. Yeah. Uh. All right. Tony says 2017, 2019. I got Big 16 Dave's and 17. 16 and 17. So Big Dave, he at least got one. With 2016, so he gets the point there. Was it 16 and 18? It was 16 and 18. Fuck! Oh, ah. oh, this so is what, total BS! So it was 
So it was Dean in 2016. John Oh, that's right. Shit. You know what? Fuck, I was there. No, was I there? Was it? No, that was Survivor Series. Never mind. <laughs> well, cheers to you, Big Dave. Congratulations. Oh, no, I was there. What the fuck? TLC was that was the one in San Jose, right? I don't know where the fuck it's at. I was there. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God you got it right for crying out loud. The match, the match that st- sticks out of that TLC was, you know, Oscar, Becky, and Charlotte. That I think that was the match that really stuck yeah, out. That was huge. That was huge. All right, AJ, take us home here. Another edition of Total BS Trivia. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. Angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. War games to be specific, gentlemen. I thought it was another home run from the brand known as NXT, run by the man, the myth, the legend, Triple H himself, doing a great job over there with the NXT brand. Dave, I want to start with you. Uh, I appreciate you jumping on here, doing some trivia with us. Before you answer that question, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what's going on with you uh, where they can find you, because I know after this topic you're gonna have to you're gonna have to head out. You got other things going on this weekend, um, but happy holidays to you and the fam. Uh, a little early on that. Everything going on great, but uh, you know, plug plug the social media and uh, give us your opinion on war games. Oh man! So first off, uh, you can check me out on Twitter at Attitude Ag and on Facebook.com/slash Attitude of Aggression. Also. Make sure you're checking out Bandwagon Nerds at Bandwagon Nerds. Uh, Disney just dropped a ridiculous amount of shit. Not shit. Great stuff on us the last couple of days that just, yeah, I, I, I put the, <laughs> I put it on Twitter. It was like, you know, Warner makes the announcement, hey, everything's going to streaming in 2021, and Disney's like, here, hold my beer. And they just absolutely obliterated everything that Warner could have done on that, yeah. So that's going to be the topic of discussion. I think, like, Patrick actually revamped the show. We we're going to do your suggestion, PC, because you were on last week about the uh, top holiday movies and specials. Uh, like it was going to be 10, 10 through 6. And after what Disney did um, on Friday, no, we had to switch everything up. Or Thursday. I think it was Thursday. So make sure you're checking out and, at, Bandway, at Bandwagon Nerds, especially this week. Yeah, lots of Disney news that we're going to talk about. As far as, uh, first off, another thing, uh, that's my first trivia win guys so just saying it's the first time i've walked away with the victor wow i mean that's uh (laughs) total bs i know no that was i you know what i'm okay with that one i mean you were there you (laughs) you subconsciously pulled the answer out we knew it was a year apart and we had the same answers on every other question like i said before you know Chucky and Trent, they got nothing on us. I, if I could reach through the screen and hug you, you got to give the people what they want. Thank you, Excalibur. Thanks. Yeah. With uh, the wh- zoom out. <laughs> With the zoom out. Yeah. Why? 
But anyway, that's another story. Uh, I thought War Games was, like you said, PC, an excellent, excellent event. Another home run for NXT. I, I loved the two War Games matches were awesome. The women's match was uh, was really, really good. One of the possibly the best women's War Games match we've had so far, especially the closing spot with Raquel Gonzalez. You know, single arm powers slamming the women's champion through the ladder. Uh, didn't see that one coming. I thought I thought Raquel Gonzalez really showed a lot in this match because she took a lot of punishment. They put her over at the end. I thought I think she beat Ember Moon this week as well, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so big things on the horizon for her. Uh, I thought the women's war games match was great. I love the men's war games match as well. You know, I thought Undisputed Era and, and Team McAfee that was really really good stuff. It's uh, I, one of my you know, I don't know if it was my favorite. I think still the first War Games match still stands out as my favorite one that they did. But uh, it was cool seeing Undisputed Era get a, get a win for a change. They, uh, and Adam Cole was just, you know, he's like the cavalry when he got in that match. He was fantastic. Uh, the rest of the card was good. You know, I, I like the triple threat North American title match. Leon Ruff kind of showed that he wasn't just a joke. He belonged to be there even though he took the fall. Uh, Thatcher and Ciampa was a old-school very different, very physical, no bullshit kind of match. So I enjoyed that. And, and the Loomis, Cameron Grimes thing was, um, that was cool. I mean, that, that was that was, was a good better. match as well. So I, It was better. Uh-huh. It was better. Better than I thought. Yeah, it was better, better than, than what we watched be. the time before when they had that weird fucking uh, Halloween oh. spooky match or whatever the fuck that was. Uh, and anytime they do a House of Horrors match, it's just fucking train wrecks. Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, I'm looking at you. So I thought I thought War Games was really good, man. I I really enjoyed the show. Was thoroughly entertained the whole time. You know, any and NXT shows go three hours. You run into that danger area where okay, this might be too long for NXT. This didn't have that issue going on. Yeah, the War Games. So, the War Games pretty much assured you that that was the reason they were going longer. I mean, that's a long right. match regardless. It takes forever for them just to get in. I want to throw something out to you guys though before we get too deep into this because I, I was a guest on a Wrestle, Wrestle Talk podcast a couple days ago they had me on and they have this thing at the end of the show called Shoot and Shout it's where you can kind of get agitated about stuff and, and the thing that kind of agitated me is and I want to see what you guys think after four years why haven't they done war games on the main roster especially at Survivor Series where that's the kind of match that I feel could make that event relevant again you know, because there's nothing on the line at Survivor Series, but PC's got something for me. I'll I'll answer your question very quickly. Okay, are you ready? There's two. Ready. There's two reasons. Un, almost insignificantly, one reason is because it's an NXT thing. But 99.9% of the reason, and 99.9% of the reason that Sting is in AEW is because it started in WCW. I was gonna say the same thing. Where if you put it in NXT, it it's it looks good. It's fresh. It, we haven't seen it in a while. If you do it for WWE, it's like, of course they're ripping off WCW. They've been doing it since two thousand one. But so. so what? Let them do it. No, I mean, no, no. They it's, it's, they it's less, shit on it. Let, and make okay, it awful. so AJ's pointing out to people. Anyway. AJ's pointing yeah. out to people that talk about it and watch it. I'm talking about from a Vince perspective. It's not happening. Yeah, I mean, maybe from a Vince Think perspective. Think about everything I, I, that's happened in the last however long it's happened since he bought WCW. Those ideas and those people, they don't come through with those ideas from that company. That's it. That's the end of it. They changed uh, uh, Clash. They changed Clash all the way to, you know, whatever. Different wordage, everything else. Yeah. I mean, would you guys want to see them do a War Games match at Survivor Series? Like, instead of a traditional... No, you want Survi to know what... I would, no, 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 not even... No, I would... Yeah, I would like to see them do a Survivor Series pay-per-view, actually. <laughs> you mean like the old school Survivor Series? Right, like there's only one match, maybe, on the entire card that's not a Survivor and, and it's Series the match. versus the Faces, or, or maybe like, a Raw versus SmackDown. We, we talked about... The, we story we actually no, talked about on, that on this show, is like... And, and I think you were on here too, Dave. It's like, why have Survivor Series after the draft and have brand versus brand when it doesn't fucking matter? You're just starting over. There's no, everything is fresh. 
stay inside the brand and create those new rivalries. I want to see the Raw against the Raw, the SmackDown against SmackDown. There's four matches built in right there, men and women on each side, okay? You give them the proper time to have everybody come in against each other and have the outs. That's where that pay-per-view should be. That's a three-hour pay-per-view with those four matches. You have whatever your hottest non-major title is to open the show, and to close the show, you have your hottest major title. That's how you run Survivor Series. Vince, I hope you can remember that a, a little less than a year from now. Right, because like the only Survivor Series that that I can recall in the past few years that really mattered was when that one year where AJ and Daniel Bryan were feuding over the WWE title. It's 2016, actually. And AJ stabbed Dean in the back during the match, you know, and, and that's kind of what led to the mini Shield reunion that took place for a matter of seconds, you know, but that was like the, the most boss aspect of, of that Survivor Series. But, but yeah, it, it's, it's a problem, like you're saying, PC, when you're going to do it right after the draft then there's nothing on the line. It, you know, even this week, you know, and, and I know we were talking war games and now we've transferred into Survivor Series, but, but you know, like Drew coming out saying, um, you know, Roman, I'm not done with you and next time this and that and the other, but on to other things and, and that's it. And, and, and that's it. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's where we leave it off at. And maybe they'll actually get back to it one of these days. Maybe they won't. You know, two years from now, is anybody going to remember that there's unfinished business because Roman nutshotted me? No, no one's going to give a shit. So... Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think I said it before when we were doing Survivor Series where it's like, yeah, we had a pay-per-view. It was called Bragging Rights, and it actually made sense. The ropes were red and blue for SmackDown versus Raw. And I think I could be wrong. I saw a picture somewhere on social media where it was the Raw and SmackDown teams that were for 2020 were the same from, like, 2017, but on the other side. So, it's... Brand supremacy, that's fine, but that's more of a secondary show, like bragging rights. Survivor Series is your big, is one of your big four. We used to have the, you know, heels versus faces, the big championship matches, and now it's, <laughs> who's better? Who cares, right? Yeah. Who cares? What did you guys think of War Games, going back to what we were actually supposed to be talking about? I mean, I absolutely loved it. I know uh, if you want to go watch Pod is War over on thechairshot.com, Andrew said it where we watch Pat McAfee, his show all the time. He keeps it old school. He keeps it nice and neat. I don't know if any of you guys saw the Monday Pat McAfee show on YouTube. He actually had a neck brace. He was selling that he was beaten up, destroyed, dismantled. I think they made a joke saying he had like his T1 or T2 vertebrae messed up on the show. I'm like, it, he is bringing it old school where he's keeping it kayfabe. You, you don't just have like someone randomly like go into like a fire or like, hey, we're going to drive backwards into a production thing. There's going to be a giant fire. A car got wrecked. You'll see them next week because eh, they're still alive somehow, some way. Pat McAfee actually goes... I, I mean, I need a donut to sit because my back is is hurting right now. I can feel it all the way up and down my spine. Like I, I need to stand up because now I'm feeling numb. Pat McAfee, I'm not saying he is the greatest right now in NXT. He's doing a fan fucking fantastic job. Yeah, great, agree completely. Great promos. He can work for a punter. I'm kidding. That's, but he, he can go. He can do everything. I, that a lot of these people can't. I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Or won't. Once again, uh, NXT is NXT. It continues to be that way. It, it's interesting to see how, how much they're going to do moving towards WrestleMania with moving some titles around because I think they might need to do that for their brand. But I want to get you out of here on this, Dave. I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, last second, taking some time. I, I know you probably got to run. But let's just do this one real quick. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And feel free, both of you, to take 30, 45 seconds on this one. It's usually a yes or no, your opinion, man. Correct. But is Pat McAfee, we talked about this on Pot is War, 
Chris thought he was maybe the MVP of NXT this year. And Andrew and I both said no, no. But rookie of the year. Your opinion, man. Extended version. AJ, then Dave. I think AJ muted himself. I did. MVP, <laughs> no. Yes. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> I'm here for you, man. I appreciate it. All right. He's conceding his time. Go ahead, Dave. Get yourself out of here on this on this opinion, man. Rookie, yeah. MVP, no. I, I'm with AJ on this. But, you know, it's a good, it's a good subject to uh, keep in mind for the upcoming Swaggy Awards, right, guys? Because I'm expecting both of you to be on the show. Uh, you let us know when, and, and, and I know where. Um, I'll, I'll let DP know since I got he won't answer. I'll let DP know since he doesn't talk to you anymore. <laughs> I, yeah, really. I got an idea for a date, but. Hold on, let me pull up his number real quick on. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Dan doesn't like me anymore. Oh, that's I don't know what I did, Tony. First he leaves me on Bandwagon Nerds with Bo Dowd, and now down this. He's an asshole. What can you do? <laughs> Although I do, you know, hey, Ray, Ray Cash is a worthy, very worthy substitute. Even if he's not a scientist, but he is a nerd, so that counts for a lot. Ray is a fucking nerd. He is. <laughs> I love Ray. I love Ray. So. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks for coming on, brother. I'll let you go. I, I appreciate your time, man. I love your hat. Um, your dogs are awesome. Don't let them eat your slippers. That's the last thing I'll say to you. And yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Don't, don't let don't Sleep let them, them eat your cords. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got. I'm down to one that's at their level. So, yeah, guys, I will see you uh, tomorrow at PC. AJ, always a pleasure, my friend. And I will uh, be in touch with you about the swaggies real soon, PC. I got an idea for a date. So. Sounds good, Dave. Thanks again. And folks, we'll be right back. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, ladies and gentlemen, blame it on the alcohol. We're still going here on the DWI podcast. We already did. We already did our picks prior to DP heading out 
to yes, you know, shovel shovel his grass and cut his driveway. Um, I'll just let you know that the, the race is getting closer. DP is in the lead by four points over AJ and myself with three weeks to go. So that, we just I just want a little music to get into it there. Go ahead, DJ. You, it sounded like you. Wanted... Yeah, good, good old uh, DJ PCT over there trying to remix "Blame It on the Alcohol." There. Yeah, I do the best <laughs> I can. It's not great, but what do you want me to say? Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Yes, I need more people, Jay. I agree. Um, What can you do? What can you do? All right. Let's run through some topics that we had decided we would talk about after our best friend Dave left. We went through the War Games review. I know you didn't see it, but I just want to tell everybody, let's talk a little WWE. The move from Amway Center to Tropicana Field aesthetically on television it is awesome it's more in the round it's both sides there is like a roof basically above what they're doing so inside of that um domed roofed structure they've created their own television roof it's pretty awesome i thought it looked great i the only thing i don't like from what they're doing in the thunderdome is creating these chants and everything and, and trying to make it feel like that i get it that it's weird without it and it is weird with it but maybe it's weird without it i don't know aj what's your old feeling on the thunderdome thing in general from its inception i know we're in a weird time they've moved now an hour and a half basically driving time west Mm -hmm. um but just tell me about the aesthetics i'm taking a i'm taking a good look at the uh the arena right here that's actually really nice on how they did it but uh i mean yeah it's nice it looks cleaner but with the whole thing about you know the piped in sound and whatnot i like it but i also don't like it just like you don't because i'd rather them have some form of some form of fan reaction where you know you hear the boos and the cheers like hey you're supposed to like this guy or hey we might have a holy shit because Kevin Owens or someone suplexes someone through a table on top of a ladder, so you kind of need that holy shit sound effect or whatever, but it... I feel like it's needed to try to make sure that it's censored, where you don't have the crowd taking over or doing anything like that, because I know in recent times they've been booting people off of the Thunderdome and and whatnot for being inappropriate so i think this is a step forward as for the drive i mean if they live in the florida area because uh, i believe tropicana field is in tampa right the tampa bay devil rays are the hosts of tropicana field indeed it, wait yeah, wait hold so... on i'm sorry i'm sorry funaki i apologize indeed <laughs> so cheers to funaki yeah, but as far as the drive, I mean, it's a little longer. But like I said, it's if they in, if they're in the Florida area, it shouldn't be that hard. It's it's a, long, a little bit longer. You listen to your favorite tunes, screw around with your friends, whatnot. Go do work, go tape, and then go back home. So it should be fine. But it it does look a lot cleaner. Not gonna lie, because I'm looking at it on my phone. Let's talk about what you just brought up a little bit. And and you and I talked about this little pre-show is the brand new schedule for WWE superstars, if you will. Like, like the, the travel schedule from what it used to be is way better. It's still not great, like, when they are full-time and, and, you know, there are people in the stands. But the money's good, and it's way better than it used to be. Right now, some of these guys who actually experienced the tail end of that grueling, grueling work schedule and have endured the, the medium schedule-ish compared to that original schedule, got to be going, this is cake. I, I go film once a week and then twice for pay-per-views, but I want to do that anyway. So, you know, it, it seems like guys look better to me. They have more time to work out and recover and eat right. It, it, it just, the product seems better. And this something that I did not want to see maybe leads people to thinking that they need an off-season. I don't know if they need an off-season. I don't know if they just need less strenuous, continual season. Wrestling is a continuous sport. 
Yeah, there's there's no need for an off season. I mean, the ongoing thing that's been said is it's not like football or the NBA or hockey or anything like that where, yeah, they're grueling sports, but there's still an off season. There's still like the whole trade block silly season that they have. WWE is every week in not just WWE wrestling in general. Every week we have to bang things out. We have to go to different locations. So, I mean. How many times do we have to hear someone from the past in like the 90s or early 2000s spent 250, 300 plus days out on the road flying from like Los Angeles to Springfield all the way down to Miami and their bodies were just wrecked. So this whole, this nice little just going to, going to Tropicana Field, coming back, get to relax, work out a little more. I mean, I think it's just better for them in general. I mean... Like, I, like we talked about before, I don't know how many click Soma stories I've heard out of Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. I mean, you, you can go find them anywhere on YouTube where it's like, yeah, if we had 100 Somas, Sean, Scott, and I all freaking went out there, and I have to hear Scott Hall always say, yeah, well, I, I had 34. Because they're that wrecked. They're that destroyed. They, like, you need somehow some way somehow some form to go and make sure you can still do everything so this is just a lot better for wrestling personnel wrestling fans and just everyone involved talk about some possible a trifecta of possible Wrestlemania main events what, what's going on over there I, I see the, the, the hamster spinning the wheel in your brain there sir What KS2 Problema uh, I think I know where you're going with this especially with that whole the, the drums and, and whatnot. the only thing I'm missing is the Goldberg so let's talk about it. The WrestleMania possibility matches, because I know that you guys talked about it on Pod earlier this week. Well, we talked about Goldberg. Let's let's you and I get to that last. Let's start with the obvious one. It looks like we're in line, and it seems like obviously they don't want it to be for the championship because it can be something in and of its own again. Uh, Edge and Orton seems almost just you know uh, plug and play. I mean, yeah, it's the safe route. Everyone loved that match from last year's Mania. I know it was cinematic and whatnot, and the greatest wrestling match ever was also cinematic, but it still looked good. Everyone was anticipating it, especially, you know, Edge came back after eight years. We This is amazing. We need more of this. So who better than Randy Orton? Probably, who I know everyone says and uh, we're gonna talk about a WCW guy last. Let's not. No, 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 no. Nice try with the Canyon reference, making me. He's from Jersey, of course. I know who Chris Canyon is. <laughs> Damn, I thought I had that. I don't have it. DP's got it. <laughs> who better than Canyon? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, but, I mean, who? Who better to have a safe match with than Orton? I know everyone says he's a boring wrestler. He does the same thing. Yeah, but how many times have you heard and Orton hurt somebody because he did something a weird way? Well, I think the thing we're going to see here is we had, like you said, that cinematic match. I think we're going to see a wrestling match inside of a ring. And after seeing the cinematic match, I want to see Orton and Edge back in the ring. I want to see Edge have a match in the ring. And I think he's going to be ready to go for that. I think they're both going to be up obviously for the match let's talk about something that hasn't really been talked about and we'll save Roman and Goldberg for last because I think that's an easier subject an easier answer Drew McIntyre I said it on DWI last week I believe or on Hot as War I'm not sure but I said who does Drew McIntyre have for Wrestlemania wouldn't it be better for AJ Styles to wrestle at Wrestlemania with the title but it seems like we may get a triple threat or just 
a two-man match between Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, and depending on attendance, Brock Lesnar as well. And which leads me to what I'm going to say, foreshadowing attendance when we get to Roman and Goldberg. I mean, I would love to see the the nice rematch with an actual crowd against with Lesnar and Drew. Keith Lee, that would just make it a lot better, but the only problem is if you actually have attendance or you have your your IWC uh, little fans on social media, if you put Keith Lee in it and he doesn't win, there's going to be an uproar. It's kind of like, and I don't really like Seth Rollins, but it's just like what Seth Rollins says. You wanted me, you wanted me, and when you had enough of me, you threw me away. So, of course, I had to turn on the people. And that's what would happen with Drew, where Keith Lee's in the match. Keith Lee, like, takes to Claymore, and he's out of the ring, and it's between Drew and, and Brock at the end of it, and, you know, Drew gets the win, or Brock gets the win, and Keith Lee was knocked out early. But Keith, but, but, but Drew can beat Brock, or Brock can beat Drew. You don't have to bury Keith there yeah. if it is indeed a triple threat. I think a lot of that does depend on attendance. Let's let's talk about the last one then, Roman and Goldberg. It seems to me The Rock said, there's no guarantee there's going to be an attendance here. Let's save this for 2022. I think Rock is still in on having one more match with Roman Reigns, but whether it's 22 or 23, The Rock will still make it happen, I believe. It's just not going to be this year. So the next best bet to move the needle was going to be Goldberg, unfortunately. Yeah, I I would have loved more of the Rock in Roman. Yeah, but you here's know, going the thing. with the between, family between Roman between between Brock Rock and Goldberg, Goldberg doesn't care if there's attendance there. I mean, he cares probably. He would like it, but he's still going to collect he, he, the paycheck cares, and do but, the job. Yeah, he, he he'll be the guy that will make sure it's like I don't care if there is an attendance or not. If you need me there, I'll be there. But and the kudos whole thing to him for that. He, yeah, I mean. If, You'd rather have a guy that will be there at at the job no matter what the circumstances. Let's put it this way. The funny thing to me is Sting is obviously cleared to wrestle. Wouldn't you rather see Sting versus Roman Reigns? Why didn't WWE jump on that instead of paying Goldberg for two more years? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, literally. Like, I mean, I mean you, say, think, you say think, WCW. I you say get... WCW, you think Sting. I know, but Gold and then but Goldberg too. It doesn't make any sense. So if you can put Goldberg in that spot, why not put Sting in that spot? Do you have to pay Sting more? I mean, I I don't know. Maybe Goldberg is seen more as a, not a completely a WCW guy because he was one of the first guys after it folded to come back in right away. A lot of those guys sat and waited around, didn't come around. Once Goldberg was done collecting his money, he was in WWE. Yeah. Right after which WrestleMania was it? Mania nineteen, right? He came in, speared the Rock, said he's next. The day, the literal day after Mania, that. I think. So, I again, think, I mean, here I'll just before you go ahead and finish this yeah. topic off, and I know you got stuff to say. I think Vince and Goldberg have a great relationship. I mean that that has to be it. That has to go down to it because everyone knows for Mania 20 everyone knew they were both leaving everyone knew that it wasn't it wasn't you know behind the scenes it was publicly out there Goldberg's leaving Brock's to go play in the NFL they don't really care about this match but for this it's Goldberg's like I, I want to make sure that I entertain the fans and whatnot so I want to make sure that the people that didn't get to see me wrestle like my kid and all that so, that wasn't that the bad of a Goldberg. But here's the thing, because I know that it's well documented that Andrew was the WCW guy, and since I was little, um, and ironically enough, I have a little Game Boy right here with a Pokemon Yellow in it. Oh, DP would so buy about that from you. So about 1998. DP would buy that from you. <laughs> it's Andrew, so I highly doubt that. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I probably played with this thing when he debuted in WCW, won the United States, and then the world title. 
it's lost its luster on me. So I didn't. I don't want to really see Goldberg wrestle Roman. It's just going to be a spear fest, and Roman's probably going to go over saying, "Is this really the best you got?" I, I I couldn't make it to the NFL. This guy did, and I could beat him. What 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 he got for me now? All right. So so there's one more thing I want to get to after this to close the show out, and it's just going to be you giving your opinion because everybody's heard my opinion on it already. But what would you do for Roman then at WrestleMania? I mean, it's clear The Rock is not in because of to me the fact that it's questionable whether there's going to be fans or not and why waste it if you can wait one more year the rock's still going to be able to get in shape and have that match no matter what right i think it's one mat last match for him and he's done who would you have picked to face roman at wrestlemania then i think for that what they should do is have a nice little open challenge where it's like i've whooped everyone's ass over here to just bring whoever the hell out. I don't really care. And we might see, like, a John Cena or something like that come out. And it's just going back to the whole uh, feud that they had a few years ago where Cena basically shut him down, said, you're supposed to be the new me and you can't even beat me and talk and whatnot. Roman can shut up Cena right then and there. A one-off at Mania 37, I think we're going to now, for Hollywood. What better way than one of Hollywood's newer stars with Cena? Everyone knows who he is. To me, I think this is all a red herring. I think Goldberg is going to be Roman's opponent at Rumble. I think Goldberg is going okay. to show up at TLC. And I think you're going to see Seth back, and you're going to see Seth and Roman at WrestleMania because that's the biggest thing they can put on without Brock or Rock. Yeah, I could see that happening. I, I I mean I got nothing off of that. I mean Seth Seth back. The only thing is, would he still be a heel? He kind of ha- He can't be at that point because you know he just, he just had a kid. He's face. Yeah. He's face. Yeah, because we all know, as soon as you have a pregnancy, you know, well, you have to become a face as soon as you come back. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. Yeah. What, what can you do? Uh, no, you can't. You really can't. But at that point, like, how how would he come back as a face? Where he's like the Messiah and he's bragging about everything and now Buddy Murphy's a face because now he's with Aaliyah and all that. No, I would no, no, like no. to you're see living, Rollins. It's a logical thing. You're living, you're living in the now, not the future. It's, it's, yeah. December, it's December 12th as we record. It's already been <laughs> time since he left. And mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm talking about, like, end of February, March. No one's going to remember any of that shit. They're going to go, oh, Seth Rollins, just like they used to go, oh, Triple H is back. Yeah, no, you're right. All right. That makes more sense. All right, folks. I mean, you, you, you can see Roman going, I mean, we all know I'm the better member of the Shield. The third guy, we don't even know what the hell he's doing. And Seth, he's beneath me. And then you just hear burn it down again. Yeah, no, it works. I like that. There you go. All right, folks, we're going to be right back with the final opinion from Mr. A.J. Belaz. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what would be perfect? What? Do the thing. Okay, Can you do the thing? They all want to see the thing. Yeah, they, I, I, Josh might hope, faint. Hopefully you, you guys didn't you know actually think I was going to wrestle or defend this belt, yeah, but yeah, I am yeah. going to give you the thing. And this will be the first time I've done the thing on TV in a long time. So I'm going to do the thing. And, and and you ready for it, Don? You're gonna you know thing. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably heard it before, right? You know the thing. Yeah, everyone knows the thing. Okay. Do it. Must be Juju. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang! Yes. <sighs> Let's get out of here. Ooh. Back to Stanford, kid. <sighs> Thanks for coming, champ. You're not. A, I like him. He's not a bad guy. You're not really a stooge. Kenny Omega in the promo that he had at the end of Impact Wrestling this Tuesday night. By the way, because I don't know if people have heard or not, I'm just going to say it now. He's supposed to come back for next week's Impact, too. Who knows if it's another promo or not? Minnie's with Don Callis. Well, you can hear the sigh, you can hear the tone in my voice, and if you listened to last week's Pot is War, where Christopher Platt 
redeemed me. You really are your brother's brother because I absolutely hate hated that promo. That royally pissed me off. Where before the promo even began, where you had Rich Swan come in and there's a security guard saying, oh, "You're not on the list." What do you mean I'm not on the list? It says world champion. It, you're not the world champion. I'm sorry. This is Impact Wrestling. He's the Impact Wrestling World Champion. Why are you belittling him to a company that literally just started about a year and a quarter ago? It's not really that big. It's not really that prestigious at the moment. It's just the names that are there are. So you just belittled your world champion. You have Kenny Omega that stuttered through every other word that he had to say when he spoke during that interview, that promo, whatever you want to call it. You 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 heard him. You 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 heard him perfectly. Where he's stuttering, and, and, and he's just so excited because now he is the world's champion. You really needed to stutter like you were me when I'm 14 years old trying to ask a girl out. Really? I'll I'll bury myself there. I don't care. But he stuttered like a teenager trying to ask the pretty girl out the entire time during his promo. That was strike two for me. Strike three was that whole comic book conversation that he had where it's, I'm a comic book collector and I, I wanted the the rarest prize of them all, you know, where Superman's debut is. That's the AEW World Championship. And you have Don Callis saying, yep, that's absolutely right. I, the invisible hands here to try to help Kenny Omega try to get to this moment right here. This was 27 years in the making. You're the executive vice president of Impact Wrestling. You are basically shitting on not only your product and your champion, but you're elevating something that you don't really have that much control over. You are literally bashing the product that you're trying to help make better, which it has been over the past few years, and saying it means nothing because Kenny is now AEW champion. Everything about Impact was good up until AEW dipped their hands into it, and I hated it. I wasn't around when Andrew watched it, and he's just like, no, no, go watch like the last 30, sec- 30 minutes of it. You're going to love it. Huh? You're going to love it. Trust me. I was irate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can... To me, I'm interested to see where they're going with it, though. Right? Like, are you not? I mean, is Kenny Omega going to be the continually failing um, higher-level champion that just comes into these places like he's the biggest of shits and loses to these guys? Or is he going to be a title collector? Or is it going to be something in between? That's what we're thinking about, because... It's not just going to be a relationship for me, for me, between AEW and Impact. AEW and Impact are going to do their thing probably until end of January, and then whoever's hotter than Impact after January, they're going to run with AEW is going to. It's probably going to be NWA through WrestleMania. That's probably going to be their best partner, um, and and that's how I feel this whole AEW on tour thing is going to go. I mean, let's let's see how that goes. Because, again, like I said, Kenny's supposed to be on next week's Impact. So if you listen to this and you haven't heard that around social media yet, Kenny's supposed to be on Impact next week as well. So maybe Rich Swan goes out and beats the crap out of him for, for, for basically saying, there I go stuttering like I'm Kenny Omega out of nowhere. Where maybe Rich Swan beats him up because he called the Impact title, I believe he called it like Spider-Man... Uh, first edition, like the number, like Spider-Man One, collector's edition. It's like, oh yeah, it's nothing compared to this. Yeah, thanks, Callus. But hopefully, we see more out of it. Hopefully, it's positive. But right now, I don't really see this as a positive at all. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening to the DWI podcast, the two hundred and 55th edition of said podcast 
DPP's out on assignment. You can find him at all things it's me DPP on social media. Make sure you check out a winner is you on the Chairshot Radio Network right there on thechairshot.com. You can also find a couple winner is you t-shirts for all you gaming fans right there at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. AJ Belaz, where can they find you all over at Dub Place? Well, you can find me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB being capitalized. You can also find me doing articles. Nowadays, it's WWE whenever they have a bigger show on thechairshot.com. UWN currently is on a holiday hiatus. They'll be back next year. And NWA is showing old clips. And when I say old clips, I mean the UWN clips of NWA personnel on their YouTube for NWA Shockwave. That'll be 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you might see me do some substitutions here or there, like I, like we alluded to before. Last week I did Pot is War, so maybe you might see me show up on another fun little things on Chair Shot Radio on our website. Well, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of the Chair Shot and Chair Shot Radio and the Chair Shot Radio Network, I did send out a little cryptic tweet the other day. Uh, at that time, there was 24 days till January 1st. I'll say it now. Chair Shot Radio is coming back. I can't tell you how, but I'll tell you when. January 1st, right there on thechairshot.com. You can find me at PC Tunney, and that'll tell you everything that you need to know. All right, everybody. Thanks once again for listening to this podcast known as DWI, episode 255. For myself, AJ Belaz, DPP out on assignment, and the man, the myth, the legend, best friend of the podcast. Thank you so much once again, Dave Ungar. Folks, I just want to let you know you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D D W W. DP who? DP huh? DP what? DPY What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.